0: So Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Lead with Empathy. This is going to be the intro to what was going to be the webinar series that I was originally working on that I decided to turn into a podcast. And I thought about giving it a fancy name. I think I was going to call it like Holly's Wellness Hub or something. So I don't know if I'll still call it that. Maybe we'll just give that the podcast title. But this series is going to be all about improving your health from head to toe, physical um, and mental wellness. And I wanted to start with an intro of what this series is going to look like, and just give you an idea of what my thought was behind it. The first one is going to be all about our relationship with food and how you take care of yourself and how you make sustainable life changes to feel good and truly create this idea of generational health in your family. And that's going to carry through all of the podcast episodes. So why do this? Who am I? And why do I think this will add value to your life? Here's a little about me in case you didn't you haven't um, gone back to the pilot episode or just to go kind of more in depth about that. So I'm a stay-at-home mom to three boys, a wife, a homemaker, a business owner, an amateur, gluten-free cook, Lots of titles. I have my bachelor's and master's degrees in nursing. I am a board certified family nurse practitioner, but I am not providing individual, I'm not providing medical care here or medical advice. You're not my patients. This is just going to be general education and support. And I'm generally providing my personal experience, which has had made huge impacts and shifts in my mental and physical health and how I aim to create generational health within my family. So I have these degrees. Those are my educations. i uh, That's my education. I feel very lucky to have that education and they obviously gave me wonderful experiences, but it's honestly just the personal stories and extra research research I've done over the past 10 to 15 years, which I believe can help a lot of women out there who were just like me. I s- truly started my health journey as a teenager, flipping through women's health magazines, learning about nutrition, ripping out recipes and workouts. I literally had a binder that I carried with me to the gym. I remember one of the personal trainers commenting about it and in a nice way that I had this binder that I carried around. But I struggled for a long time with my body image. And honestly, above that, I I dealt with a lot of symptoms that kept me from enjoying social activities. My gut ruled my life. I know I'm not alone because when I was practicing as a nurse and then as a nurse practitioner, I noticed two things. Women had a lot of bloating, fatigue, and bowel health issues just like me. Preteens and teenagers had a lot of the same symptoms and also really struggled with self-esteem. I remember being that age and being so self-conscious, and above that, I didn't feel good. My body didn't feel good. I remember going to the primary my primary care and just being told it was irritable bowel syndrome or stress, told to eat good, sleep good, exercise All the things I was already doing or thought I was doing right, and yet it wasn't making an impact. And we live in this world that is all about body inclusivity and body uh, acceptance, and which I do believe is wonderful. We need representation of different body types in our media because I remember thinking from these magazines, like, if only I looked like that, right? But at the same time, the answer I didn't need to hear from my PCP or anyone was, oh, you're perfect the way you are. You're healthy. You're a healthy size, which I was technically, if you calculated it out, I was probably a healthy size. But you know what? That would have been a lie. I was not perfect. I was abnormally tired. I had awful bloating. I alternated constipation and diarrhea, acid reflux. I had weird body pains. I experienced low mood and anxiety, which also always impacted my stomach. I had poor eating habits, a poor relationship with food. So as much as I understand and love pieces of this message that's out there now about body love, at 16, I didn't need to hear your body is perfect because it was not perfect. I did not feel good no matter how I looked. And I carried that into college at 20, at 24. And we get these diagnoses of irritable bowel syndrome and anxiety and tell women and even these young girls to manage their stress. Eat well, exercise with no real tangible resources or help in the office setting in any way. Or we try, but we just don't have the time as a provider. I get it. You're given like 15 minutes to give people all of these tools. So I'm empathetic to that side as well. So thankfully, those magazines started this journey for me. And now I want to share these 15 plus years of learning what it means to feel and better gain control over how you feel about your body and learn more about the food we put into our body and how we manage stress and all those things, how we take care of ourselves. Um, And my health, I will say, is not perfect. I'm not where I want to be yet. But honestly, I have faith that I will get there because I'm getting closer and closer and closer with each day. It does take work and time and commitment, but I will say that my stomach does not control my life And I am always learning and challenging myself to find that sweet spot of like optimum health in a balanced, joyous life. I've had some pregnancies and hiccups that have made my life challenging, but I am still in such a better position that I would have been had I not made these changes in my life. And now I have so many tools and um, tools that I quickly go back to because I have set up this wonderful foundation for myself. Sometimes I'd wonder where I'd be if I never picked up these women's health magazines that I had legit just started with, if I had accepted these syndromes and stress and as the answer. I was later diagnosed with celiac disease, which I'll talk about another time, which was part of my healthy journey, but it really was taking that next step with food, which I'll talk about in a whole series as well. But I wanted to share these changes because no matter matter how you're feeling in life, no matter how much money you spend or how many supplements you take, it all comes back to these foundations of how we take care of ourselves. And you'll hear that word foundations from people all the time, but I have my own idea of what these foundations are. So what will we talk about? So number one, I wanted to say that my goal is to serve women and their families by supporting physical and mental strength through improved self-esteem and self-care. I believe we start with our foundations, these foundations to grow strong families. And this series is going to help you explore the cracks in your foundation and help you reflect and identify where you can make improvements and will give you tactical tools along the way. One of my favorite quotes by Ed Milette, who's an entrepreneur you should be listening to is you are most qualified to help the person you used to be. And as I told you above, I used to have a lot of, a lot of physical and mental symptoms that controlled my life and simply stated those things don't control my life anymore. Do I get hip hiccups? Of course I do. Do I get sick uh, every once in a while? Of course I do. Do I still have battles with my mental, with my mental health? Yes, I do. Uh, I am trying not to cure. I am trying to cure things, not cover them up with medicines or just pretend like they don't exist. I am doing the work. And over time, I have built a lot of tools that have helped to cure or support my body. And that's what and I feel like I want to why I want to share my stories with you. And the other problem is that I do feel that social media is starting to get saturated with healthy living advice. And it's a lot. And I feel like You know how do I do this without adding to the noise? But I know it's my story that I want to share, and my story that will hopefully set apart from the noise. And along the way, I do want to provide you with resources and tools, kitchen mindset tools, anything um, that will help you overcome your struggles. So the first section is going to be all about our self esteem and relationships with food, as I mentioned. Uh, Yep, it's in it's important, deep topic, and I think it's so important to analyze our feelings about food. I'm not a licensed counselor to be clear but I'm going to share a lot of my own stories and help you ask yourself some really important questions about yourself. And the second one that'll probably have to be divided because it's so big is all about food. We're going to be diving into the education about food, diving into our pantries, talking about cooking and recipes, organic foods, things we try to avoid, etc. It's a really big topic, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I promise it's quite heavy and informational, but I really wanted to make it digestible. Since I'm not doing video, I may make this into something else. Um, I, I'm toying with creating something called a Substack subscription. So it's an email subscription. So that way all these PDF resources that I was working on or I have completed that were going to be part of this webinar can now be released to you in a different way. So stay tuned on my social media for that. And again as a side note too I'm also not a dietitian. So anything that goes out to you, this is just from personal experience and from learning. I know I give all these disclaimers, but I just want you to know these are things that I'm all sharing um, that I've learned from my experience. The next big section will be stress reduction and self-improvement with tactical strategies and not just a blanket statement i'm going to include exercise and movement in this uh in this audio as well Um, and that's going to be a big one for me because stress management for me is not my easiest and something i'm still working on so after those three sections we'll dive deeper into things like filtering our water filtering our air removing fragrances and chemicals and plastics from our lives Some of the stuff I consider important, but also kind of on the expensive side. So something I want you, I want you to start thinking about cleaning up your life. But at the same time, there are other foundational things I think we need to focus on that are not necessarily going to cost you anything um, because that's something I'm keeping in my mind as well. So to be clear, this is not individualized. It's not going to be an individualized diet plan or exercise plan. There are apps and there's Pinterest for that. And there's some people I can specifically, if you're looking to work with someone just very specific um, for you, then there are people I can direct you to. I'm going to have a couple interviews with those people as well. But no matter where you go, everyone, every good, I don't want to say good, but anyone who is focused on improving your health will go back to these foundational tips. So that's kind of my goal for this as well this is um, going to be, there's going to be so much valuable content to help improve the health of your life um, and your family's life. And I truly totally believe that. But again, this is not medical advice and no guarantees because you're going to have to put in the work and the, but the work is meant to be achievable, sustainable, wonderful. I can tell you that start here. You're going to go one by one. Um, and it's going to just help you to, um, create a, fa- foundation for generational help within your family, but it's not going to be overnight. I do want to quickly share some quick red flags because if you're listening to this, I bet it's because you have symptoms that I've described here. Um, Again, this is not medical advice. This is just really geared toward people who were told they were fine and they just need to diet and exercise. But I want to mention some red flag things that if someone asked me personally, the things that I would say, you should probably seek more help for that and find someone that will listen if you've been told you're just fine. So some of the red flags for me would be Unintended weight loss, the inability to gain weight, bloody stools, mucousy stools, vomiting, persistent diarrhea, chronic persistent nausea, any growth issues for children in particular, um, any masses in the abdomen, chronic fevers, obviously suicidal thoughts, ideation, severe stomach pain. Those are all things that need to be addressed and can't certainly be addressed in this podcast. But um, for perspective, this has been an over decade journey for me that I'm always trying to get better with. Um, especially with the ebbs and flows of being a mother. But honestly, I'm I'm just excited to get started. This has had not felt like work I was as I was creating this. These pieces have been sitting in my Google Drive, some pieces for years. So thank you for listening. And here we go. I'm gonna give you some amazing tools to guide yourself to a healthier life. And you can do this. I want to be there for you. Um, Again, I'm going to be releasing some information probably through like a Substack, So be on the lookout on my Instagram at Holly Logan underscore health. But it was just easier for me to do this through a podcast and then I will release things in an easier way. So I can't wait to get started. Thanks for listening to this intro. Any questions or thoughts, please send me um, a message or comment on my latest Instagram post. But this was just an introduction and we will get started here in the next few weeks. Have a good rest of your day.